Hello and welcome to the 20 Minutes of Filler Podcast, episode 70. I am your host, Jason Kotarski, and I am with... Eric Carlson. What up, Eric? Coming over from the east side of Michigan all the way to the west side today. What did you come to town today for, really? Was it games? Was it podcasting? Yes. Lies! (laughs) Founders Brewing Celery. (laughs) Beer City, USA is a good destination for your friends who like beer and games. So he came over today. We checked out Founders Brewing. They pulled out some some beer that's been in a closet somewhere. And they had their thing. They had one of Eric's favorite beers, so he was very excited. We chatted about life. We caught up. We even got a game in. And here we are sharing our love for games with you on this podcast. Woo! Woo! All right, so... We wanted to talk a little bit about um, some solo gaming and some other things that we've been playing. So, Eric, you said you got a cool Kickstarter, which like was totally off my radar, which is a little weird because I feel like I back everything. I feel a little guilty about how much I'm spending on Kickstarter, <laughs> but I contribute to that space, so I feel a little more justified. But tell us about this this space game you had that was a solo game through Kickstarter, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, D6 Space Impact, something like that. It's oh, that's very good. Good radio here. You know the title and everything. Yeah, hey, you know, what can I say? Okay, you talk about the game while I look at the title. Okay. How does it work? Um, it's, uh, you are a spaceship and you have these dice and, uh, you are fighting against spaceship and space pirates and meteors and all sorts of, uh, negative conditions that are hampering you. Sometimes your, your dice are your crew and so you're placing them in different positions on your ship. They're different abilities. And so you're trying to beat this card deck of, uh, obstacles. And so there's, it comes with, uh, I think three to six different ship styles. And so there's lots of playability, lots of, uh, challenge level. And so, yeah, I've had it for a while and got it out, and it's uh, kind of thinky and uh, quick. So it's a solo game. So what is, like, the pressure you're fighting against? Just, like, anything that can go wrong in space. Okay. Like event cards? Is that what they are? They are? Uh, yeah. Yep. Event cards. Uh, sometimes you get, like, yeah, just different events that happen. Uh, you have spaceships that are attacking you, uh, enemy ships, things like that. That sounds cool. And the cover art for this was pretty sweet right yeah it comes in the sweet um box with a sleeve kind of looks like a, almost like a choose your own adventure kind of cover yeah that's well you told me about that that was like the only thing i knew about it <laughs> uh was that it was it, i'm like what is that an actual like choose your own adventure book does it give you that choose your own adventure feel when you're playing it or is it just like purely an art yeah it's purely thing? it's more of an art thing um but it, it does have a great it is a great play, and it's fun to do. just have something to do by yourself. When you got, it doesn't take very long. Usually, uh, my ships went down very quickly in in flames. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, just something to, like to to press your luck against to uh, to try to beat deep space. Yeah, D six. I was I was correct. Deep space D six. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it's. Yep. Okay. One player worker placement dice game. Awesome. One right. a worker placement nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like you're rolling your dice and you're placing them on events, yep, and, and you're placing them around your ship because your dice are your crew. Sweet. Who's the? Do you know who the designer is? Or um, the Kickstarter person was Tony Go. Tony Go. Tony okay. Go. Cool. Um, that sounds really neat. So like, when do you play? Like, we're just getting ready to talk about games already, but I just want to talk about solo gaming itself. Like, yeah. when is an ideal time for you? Like, why do you want a solo game? Like, where does that come from for you? Because I, I, I have a wife and two kids, and time is precious. And so anytime that they're out of the house and I'm feeling like I need to get my fix, I can do it in the privacy of my own home. 
I don't need my friends to come over, which is sometimes challenging because, you know, nights and weekends get tied up with the kiddos and life. And, and so just, you know, I'm feeling a need, a little something, a little challenge, a little puzzle in my life. Right on. And that, that can be like a half an hour experience rather yeah, than like, right. i got to invite somebody over and I'm not going to invite somebody over for 30 minutes and then kick them out. Exactly. So some people would say, why play solo tabletop games in this world of video game culture where you could just play video games by yourself? Yeah. Why, why Why would you, what would make you choose that over, do you like, you play video games a little I do, bit, right? yeah, yeah. I just got a PS4 for Christmas, so. Nice. That also scratches a different itch, but this is a tactile thing, and it's a, it's a different kind of a puzzle. You know, it's it's right in front of you, and in the video game, you got some sort of place you have to go, you have to move yourself, but just being physically present with uh, the components, I think, is, is what gets me, and it just activates a different part of your brain. I think video games are just more intuitive you're just kind of going somewhere trying to do the thing um but this yeah you have to manipulate the pieces more sweet i'm done with that yeah that's a good reason that's i don't really play a lot of video games i've talked about i occasionally play retro video games you know like nintendo or sega genesis but like it's that similar thing like my wife just started uh, roller derby, nice. so she's going to practice, and I'm like trying to get kids to bed, and I know like my my oldest kid's gonna read for a half an hour, and I can flip on the TV, or I could like play a quick game and kind of get a basic feel for like it, especially when they're multiplayer games. That's a really cool thing when you're like have a game that's like one plus players. Yeah, because like you get the feel for it before you bring it to the table. Like right. today we played a game I had to read the rule book to you, you know, like because I hadn't <laughs> cracked it open yet. So, um, so that's a cool experience. Kind of gives you a training game. It does give you that like fix. It does meet that need of like I want to play a game, but I don't have a lot of time. I don't want to go through the like inviting people over thing, and I don't want to just like plug into the TV and have that take me for a ride. Like you're, I feel more in control of like. Like a tangible game, like yeah. like you mentioned, that's cool. So, uh, have you done any other solo gaming that you? Uh, what are any other games that you've? I just I play a lot of games on my phone, which I know isn't something that you're a big fan of. But <laughs> um, there's this game that my friend recommended, uh, Naroshima Hex. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like a fighting hex tile laying game. And so I've been um, playing that a lot, so I can figure out how to beat my friend at playing it. And uh, yeah, it's it's been really interesting. That's cool. Does that does that make you want to buy the game? A little or, bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my friend played the game and then went out and bought the actual physical copy. Um, so, But that happens to me a lot where I'll play uh, great versions of board games on my phone and then like, oh, I should probably own this because it's such a great experience in real life too. Yeah, I mean the apps are, they usually do come with that single experience or like AI experience. Yeah. And it gives you a taste of the game, which for cheaper which often right. sends people out to the physical space, you know. And when you're looking at games that are 50, 60 bucks a piece, right. it's it's nice to be able to try before you buy. So, I mean, I'm not against it. I just, like, I don't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. do it very often. I find that help with, like, rule clarifications, too, because I'm pretty familiar with the games I play on my phone, and so when rule clarifications come up in real life, I can be like, well, actually, I think it's supposed to be this way. Right? Yeah, you've seen it enough times that it's like natural yeah. to you, rather than like, what was that rule again? Well, let me find it in this book. Like, right. that's, that's cool. Yeah, awesome. So one of the one of the solo games I played recently was it's a new one that I just got from Greater Than Games. Dice Hate Me. I posted a picture of it on the Facebook group, the Twenty Minutes of Filler group. Which if you're not a part of, go over there and get there and join up because we already got four hundred people. What? We've given away some games. We're having some good conversation about these little games we love. But I posted a picture of this run through of the time management, the time management game. Yeah. Um, and this is by Nat Levan, who uh, did New Bedford for Dice Hate Me, and also he did the Rocky Road Dice Cream, like the little add-on game. 
And this game is cute. Like, you have a grid of past, present, future cards, and it's tile-laying. So, mm. like, you're, you're drawing some cards, and they all have different information. Like, they have an era, they have a special ability, they have a time cost, and they have, like, a pattern. So, like, your pattern is, like, your victory condition. And you're trying to kind of fight against this game by building the right amount of uh, patterns in this grid. You start out with a 3x3 three three grid with nine, nine tiles out. And then you're using the cards like to either move the positions of the cards that are there or add a card to the grid hmm. um, or uh, spending... Uh, or using the like trying to trying to meet that victory condition, and you're going against the deck, and more cards come out at a certain when you get down to a certain point. Like everything costs time to like draw new cards, so like if you you pay time, you draw cards, but if you drop down to a certain amount, more like cards that you have like problem cards that you have to solve come out. So it was I haven't actually played the multiplayer game. It plays up to four players, but like it's a neat little puzzly game that I was like, oh man, like I I wanna I wanna win. I want to win. I want to play it again. So, um, really neat little game that's just coming out from Dice Hate Me and uh, Greater Than Games. And that is Time Management, the Time Management game by Nat LeVan. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the the other one that I that I recently got, I love roll and write dice games. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Quicks. Yeah. Rolling America, I've talked about that. Rolling America has a solo variant, I believe. I yeah. Believe that plays solo. I, I beat it. Yeah, and then um, one that just came out that has a solo variant, it's one to four, is by Bruno Cathala and Ludovic Montblanc. It is Dice Stars. So so WizKids is putting it out oh. um, in the U.S., but it's a Matago uh, game. So Asmodee is the distributor kind of worldwide um, because, you know, whatever, they own everything. So. Right. <laughs> but it's really simple. Like, there's no theme to this game, but they just gave it a name with, you know, the space theme of art, it looks like. Hmm asteroids hurtling through the cosmos and and they're very colorful double-sided uh paper sheets and the custom dice have stars on the ones and some of them have uh one of the dice has stars on the ones and twos so the idea in the game is that you have a bag and you're drawing dice out you choose how many you're going to draw one to three and then you're going to choose to write on this grid um either going by color or by number so you you put these cards out in the um, in front of you, kind of at this active pool, or with the reserve, and you you say I'm gonna either choose all the dice that are the same color, or I'll show you dice mm. that are the same number, and say I get three dice of the same number. Well, I go down to the the um, not the the column, but the other thing, the row. <laughs> I, I go to the row that says three, and I say I have three dice. So I put X X, and then in the third spot, I put the total sum of those dice. Okay. So once I fill up this kind of like this grid, um, I, I add, I'll be able to add up my scores in each of these uh, rows and, mm-hmm. and see who gets the best score. Now, I can also choose, instead of color or number, all the stars that are available. Oh. And the stars let me fill out this other kind of side of the, of, the, of the fill out the paper sheet. And if every space is filled in a row... And they get bigger. Kind of a picture it like stairs. This is a really hard game to talk about like yeah. without seeing the sheet. So look up pictures of it but or look up some videos of it. But um, it looks like steps. So like the first line, you have more chances to get dice on the two line uh, that will add up to points. And if you choose your stars, when you choose just the stars, you get to count up those stars and you put an X in any one of these like yellow boxes for the stars. And they um, once that line is filled that whole row um, is multiplied by two. Now, if you decide to start in one of these rows, putting stars in them, and you don't complete it, 
they're worth zero. Whoa. If you leave it alone, you just get the base value of all, like, the other half of your board's score. So, um, and then, like, you leave dice there that you didn't pick that the next player adds one to three dice to and can choose what to do them. So you're going to see what other people need. You're going to see what you're leaving behind. And the solo game has a thing where, like, you add up the sum of the dice that were left in the reserve... And if it was 1 to 5, then you check off 1x in this box. Oh. And then if it's 5 or 6 to 10, you check off 2. And if it's, uh, and there's some ways to do that. So you're filling up, like, those are equal 5 points per x for your opponent in the solo game. So, like, I lost my first game 93 to 135 against oh, wow. the sheet of paper. Like, just <laughs> destroyed me. Um, but it seems like it'll be a really cool multiplayer game, mm-hmm. and it's another game that like everything fits in this little box or yeah. in the bag, and you can play it on the go. Um, and if you like Quicks or Rolling America, like it's right in there with those games. Maybe a little bit more decision making involved, and uh, I want to say it takes two of those things, the things that I like, where everybody's involved with the dice that you are either leaving or playing. Everybody's not taking their turn at the same time, but there's like they're interacting with you like quicks. It's not just a game of solitaire, right? And then also it has the placement in a grid mm. of Rolling America, yeah. So it kind of marries those two things together in a really neat way. So Dice Stars is is super cool. Hmm. Um, really, really dig it. The sheet looks kind of like an '80s game show. I feel like it's like Wheel of Fortune or oh yeah, something I, like that. I yeah. can see that. It looks great. I mean, it's with great like design. an '80s video game uh-huh, like yeah. background yeah. because yeah. it's like a <laughs> asteroids like the side panel of an arcade machine or something. Um, yeah, really, really cool little game. Um, and then today we played one that I haven't played the solo variant yet. We played the two player game. It is a new game that just came out from uh, Pencil First Game, which is uh, Edo Baraf's company. It was designed by Steve Finn, the designer of Biblios, which is one of the best fillers of all time, in my opinion, uh, and with art by the amazing Beth Sobel. Mm. So the story is Edo saw this art of herbs that Beth did, and he said, I need to make a game with this. So he worked wow. with Steve Finn to make a game, and it's this really clever uh, little set collection game. So you have these different pots that you're going to pop things in different ways. So, like, you can either have as many... It's a set collection, so you're trying to put as many of the same thing in one of your pots or as many different herbs in one of the pots or as many pairs of things uh, in, a, in a pot or uh, special herbs that are you want to get at least three of them. And if you get the right combination of three of them, you get to have the herb biscuit. But, like, the, the mechanic is super simple. It's draw a card and choose to put it in your private garden or choose to put it in the community garden and if you don't put it in whatever one you put it in, you have to put the other card you draw into the other garden. So you're making it available to all the players. At the beginning of your turn, you can plant and choose to fill one of your containers. Um, really neat game. What did you What did you think of Herbaceous? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I realized recently that I like all games when I play them, <laughs> but I actually like this one a lot. Uh, it was interesting. You got to pot things quicker than I did. And so I thought I was losing, but it was actually a closer uh, spread of points than I thought. Yeah, like you, I had three out of four of my containers filled, and you hadn't put anything away yet. And the deck was almost out, which kind of like triggers the end of the game, um, or when everybody's containers are filled. So, like, and then I ended up, I won, I had 53, you had 51. So very close (laughs) game. Um, I I didn't know how you were going to even get close, because I was like, I got this. (laughs) And I pulled together some pretty good sets that you left out there for me. So, But the solo variant looks really neat, too, because you're you're drawing more cards. You're choosing one for the community garden, choosing one for yourself, and one for the discard pile. But anytime there's five cards in the discard pile, you discard them all. Hmm. So it has has some neat kind of time pressure there. 
Um, I'm looking forward to trying that solo variant. And the art is really beautiful. It doesn't look like any other game. It's just beautiful illustrations of yeah. plants, you know, and, and a purple uh, typeset that, you know, says the name of the game. So, uh, yeah, definitely check out Herbaceous from Pencil Pencil First Games. Really, really nice uh, production, too. It has a cool vacuum-formed yeah. uh, like insert that has, uh, has the title of the game and some notch cutouts so you can get the cards out really easy. So they really had a great Kickstarter for this and uh, really just knocked it out of the park production-wise. So. Absolutely. And as someone who likes herbs and growing things attempts to have a green thumb it also fulfills like it lets me live in that world a little bit like i'm actually doing this i'm putting my herbs together and making things yeah like, i can feel good about myself yeah like it, it it's this has this laid back feel like i've heard game, people talk about like kodama mm. or like tokaido as these like zen games where yeah you're just like you're chilling and you're and you're just like in the flow and it's simple and like everything around you can still happen around you even though there's a game on the table yeah so it's a, it's a nice pleasant game like that and it's very attractive the kind of game if you play in public like i think people are gonna be like whoa what is this this is a cool looking game so i'm i'm impressed um have you done any other other solo gaming or other games that have um solo variants to them that you enjoy um, Hostage Negotiator is another solo game that I have that is just great by Van Ryder. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that has a, a great tense feeling to it, trying to save hostages before uh, they die and you cry. So. <laughs> yeah, and that's gutsy because, like, that's solo only. They yeah. went for it. They're like, yeah. we're going to make the definitive solo game. And it, yeah. it's got good tension. It's got a lot going on. It's it's not as easy for me to pull out because right. there's more rules and mm-hmm. I like a lot more moving pieces. Yep. But really well done. Um I have one called SOS Titanic, which oh. is also by Ludovic Montblanc, I think. Yes, Ludovic Montblanc and Bruno Cathala. Oh. And it's um, it's a take on solitaire with, huh. like, saving passengers, like, nice. off the sinking Titanic. And there's special abilities. Like, I'm, when I talk about solitaire, there's a specific... I forgot the name of this solitaire. Um, just, like, the standard, like, you have, like, the four piles and you're trying to, like, get them in order... You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That solitaire, but with yeah. a twist. Really cool game. And that actually plays one to five. You can play it as a co-op, too. Oh, nice. Uh, I've never played it anything but solo, but I really like it. It's a little harder to find. It was by Ludonaut, and uh, it was distributed for a while by Game Salute, but then I don't, I don't know what happened to it. So huh. I don't know if it's available or not. Um, but really cool um, solo solo game. Um I don't know. Solo games are kind of fun. They pass the time, and they add a lot of value, I think, to games. Because I'm like, well, I don't know when I'm going to get this big game to the table, but oh, I can play it by myself. So at least I know I'll play it once. And and that's a cool way to to learn the game. So, oh, one more solo game, or multi-solo game that you got to experience for the first time today. Uh Uh-huh. Fantastic Gymnastics. Yeah. What do you think of that ridiculousness? That is interesting. (laughs) Interesting. It, it takes a minute to get the mechanic down, but it took me a week to get the thing to swing high enough into a <laughs> rhythm. Like, so fantastic gymnastics. You can check out. I placed a video on the Facebook group. Um, you push a button, and it makes this little gymnast swing on his parallel bar, and you uh, you're trying to get momentum going, so he's pumping and swinging back and forth. And then there's a little button that is the release button, and if you release him at the same time, he flips through the air and he lands on a velcro pad. And uh, that hasn't happened yet for me. <laughs> like, he's never landed on his feet. My friend came over for dinner, though. Uh, they're not huge gamers, but they just came over to play some games and, and hang out and have dinner. And uh, we're sitting around chatting in the living room, all taking turns. 
She lands it on the first try. What? Yeah, right after we were talking about, like, I'm pretty sure this is impossible. (laughs) It's so hard. But it's like, by Hasbro, it's like a... um, it's like a $20 game I got at the department store. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks ridiculous. So it's kind of got that like Loop and Louie, like toy mm. factor game, you know, thing yeah. going on. It's all plastic. It's mechanical. Like mm-hmm. you put batteries in it. And uh, my family just like, we had to sit on the dinner table for like two weeks. Yeah. Just always there. Like I got to try this because I have right. five extra minutes. Right. And we still have not found success. My wife thinks she's getting really close and she <laughs> counts things sometimes that don't count. And I'm like, no. She's like, yes. But his feet landed, and then the Velcro let go. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. He's not standing. He it didn't stick the landing. He took a step. Yeah, he took a step, dude. It's like yeah. totally like fault. Points off for that. Yeah, definitely. Sure. So that's uh, what my life is about still. Mm. I'm still trying to make fantastic gymnastics work. I'm doing some solo gaming because I got busy time. But uh, I'm getting games to the table, and I'm looking forward to getting more to the table. Anything uh, that you just are itching to play that you got your eyes on that you want to play as soon as possible in the near future? Yes. What is yeah. it? Um, King Domino. Oh, yeah. My goodness gracious. Bernuka Thawa's on fire, man. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I, I'm on the hunt. It's sold out everywhere online, unless you want to play $40 for it on Amazon. And, and it's really what? Like, what's the retail price for it? I like think, a, like... 10 to 20. Oh, okay. So, so it's a cheaper game. So right now yeah. it's going at a premium because it's sold yep. out. Yep. And Blue Orange did that one, right? So they yeah. apparently didn't print enough or no. get it to distribution no. fast enough. But if you want to send us a copy, Blue Orange, you feel free. <laughs> Here at uh, 20 Minutes of Filler, we'd love to do a full, thorough review of it for you if you'd like. <laughs> and by we, I mean me. Totally. But totally. It's, I played it probably four or five times in a row. It's just a take on dominoes where you have uh, six different types of land um, that you are putting together to make your little kingdom, and there's some score multipliers, and there's a little cardboard castle in the middle of it all. And so it's got this great production, and uh, it's just pretty addictive. And I think my my five year old could pick it up. That's really why I want it, That's so that <laughs> I can play with my children like a good dad. Awesome! That's a great excuse to buy a yes. game. I uh, I really. I'm looking forward to... I got a bunch of Kickstarters before, like, right around Christmas, so yeah. I hadn't even opened the boxes. I did a little unboxing video on the Facebook group, so if you want to join us for fun, I'm doing stuff on the Facebook group all the time. Um, and one of the ones I'm really looking forward to trying is uh, Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback's The Goonies yeah. game. And it has a solo variant, so I'll be able to hopefully get that to the table sooner nice. than later. Yeah. And uh looks like it'll be a fun game, and I love what those guys are doing. I have a game coming up soon to Kickstarter by them called Ladder 29, so... And they're Michigan guys, too, so uh, they make great games. So I'm really looking forward to playing their game and getting to work with them some more. Um, Lots of good stuff coming up. So uh, we just thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, checking out uh, our podcasts. Uh, Let us know what fillers you're playing on the 20 Minutes of Filler Facebook group. And watch for cool game giveaways and stuff like that. Um when are you giving away King Domino? Oh, I don't, I can't, I can't. Soon, maybe as soon as I get my hands on a copy. <laughs> or two or three, right? So we can have yes. our own. Too. Buy all of them. Buy all of them. All right. So uh, until next time, guys, uh, get out there and play some great little games. <laughs>